still here. They're after us. They know we're still in here. They're after the place. They don't know why. They just remember. Remember that they want to be in here. What the hell are they? They're us, that's all. There's no more room in hell. What? Something my granddaddy used to tell us. You know Makumbo? Voodoo. Granddad was a priest in Trinidad. He used to tell us, when there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. Satan is sending his dead to us. Why? Because you have sex out of wedlock. You kill unborn children. You have men-on-man relations. Same-sex marriage. How do you think your God will judge you? There is no more room in hell. The dead will walk the earth. Welcome to our season five finale of the Split the Difference. I'm your host, Jesse. Today we have Hope. Bitch, give me my name. The horror whore. I'm in full zombie makeup. I'm the horror whore. Yes. Bitch. <laughs> Rip. I'm wearing this shit, bro. <laughs> and we have Seth. I'm, I'm ready to shoot some zombies today, guys. Let's do it. Yes, today we are talking about one that's been asked for for a while now, and it's <laughs> kind of obligatory. We're talking about Dawn of the Dead, the original film from 1978, directed by George Romero, versus the 2004 remake directed by Zachary Snyder. Oh, Gee, our friend I of the show. Why, Gee, I oh, my why favorite. A, a fucking a, a, like mm. Jesse, it's so shocking you've been avoiding this. Ah. Uh. <laughs> it was requested. I have to do it now. It's true. <laughs> Weirdly, to jump ahead. It's his best movie. I have not against Zachary Snyder, but like I, I have like things I need to talk about for the remake, and I'm like, woo! So <laughs> we will get to that when we get. And also, I have a really good story that's going to embarrass you later on, Hope, and we'll get to that. Oh boy! About me? Yes, about you. We'll get to it. Don't worry, we'll get there. You know how I always say really dumb shit? You did something really dumb, and I'm going to point it out later on. Don't worry. Oh, no. You probably don't remember. 
We'll get to it. I was probably drunk. I'm watching blackmail. <laughs> I was probably drunk, motherfucker. And it was probably no, you a weren't. convention. No, you weren't. <laughs> so anyways, uh, the original film needs no introduction. We all know this. It's oh, yeah. the second of the Dead trilogy. We all know this. It's hailed as one of the most important horror films of all time. Probably the most recognizable of the zombie mil- uh, films that have ever been made. It's up Definitely there. Definitely from, you know? from like the old list of zombie yeah. things. Yeah. Yes. It's George Romero's, like, it's his trilogy. So, like, obviously all of his trilogy is going to be, like, top rated and shit. Mm. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the first trilogy, yes. The sequel trilogy, you, you, no. You know what I fucking mean. <laughs> okay. Motherfucker. But, um, with, yeah. With regards to this one, uh, it's it feels like a blue collar filmmaker. Because there's this is a film that is mired with technical flaws. Lots oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, here's on the both thing. ends. Nobody... On both ends too. Yes, yes, yes. But here's the thing: this film, like nobody cared when it came out. Everyone just this feels like a, just a handful of people just getting together, being like, "Hey, let's go make a movie, guys!" Oh, like yeah. it doesn't it doesn't feel like a studio was like looking over them being like make this because we asked for it like right this is romero commenting on american consumerism mm. the zombies are kind of an afterthought when you think about it yeah a little bit yeah yeah 100 yeah. no, so, percent. yeah uh so with regards to you two when uh did you guys first see this let's go with you hope so i'm a big horror fiend i saw mm-hmm. the original hence um, your title <laughs> I saw the original uh, probably like in my late teens, early 20s. And it was when I had like a reawakening of horror. And I was going through like all my classics. Like I had just bought a huge box set of like traditional horror from like the 1920s to the 1970s like and I was just going through it and like obviously George Romero is like the god of zombies and mm. like mm-hmm. there was quote unquote zombie films beforehand but voodoo it, zombies it, but, but it wasn't the same like George Romero right. is literally the godfather of l- legit zombies so I was like going through a phase of like watching his films and like what was um inspired by his films. So it was like late my my late teens, early twenties is when I first saw it and when I had a true appreciation for it. Because mm. again, like I went to call my my minor in college was film. I was a psych major, film minor, and um like, I feel like that's the best time I could have watched it because I had the most appreciation for it, honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, obviously, I started from the beginning, like Night of the Living Dead. Loved, yeah. loved, 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 loved it. I, I have some reservations about Dawn of the Dead, but only because how it was juxtaposing Night of the Living Dead. Not as a film mm. itself, but how is juxtaposing it? Mm. Yeah, uh, but that's it's very whole, different. It's a whole other discussion, and that's the thing. Yeah. It's a in completely different discussion, but it's still a really good film. But it it shows a the first modern zombie, I feel, and that's what set off. I I it's a, it's 
a cultural impact because it sets off zombies. It yeah. really does. Like all other zombies before that, like they were like in the 50s and 40s, there was like white zombie and living zombie. And it wasn't the same. It was more it was more mummy-esque than zombie. Yeah. yeah. And this was and like yes, we had Night of the Living Dead, but it was also um Night of the Living Dead was a talk about um like racism. Honestly, mm-hmm. before like it was a zombie film, but it was also about racism. And this one, yes, there was a smidge, I I would say, but it wasn't so much, and it was more about the zombies yeah. this time. The racist element is mostly in the opening when the SWAT team is attacking the building. Oh boy! Right? Ooh man, right. that does that so that has aged oh perfectly. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yes, like it's sad that nothing has fucking changed. It really is. Yeah. Uh, I really want to know what Seth thinks, though, because, like, he and I have similar backgrounds, and, like, when it comes to, like, college, like, uh, psych and film and, like, medical and shit, so I really want to know his take. So, Seth, like, let me know what you think, too. Um, so, yeah, so Walking Dead, uh, not the comic, the TV show. TV show drops. Okay. Uh, it's the first Blu-ray television show that I buy, and I, yes. I love the first season. Same. Yes. And then the in first the... three seasons were fucking phenomenal, and they just went. Ooh. Yeah. But yeah. But I, After I, the prison, I kept reading the comic until a point, and then like the show. Just, I that's a whole other issue. We're gonna talk about that yeah. later. That's a whole other episode. And that's that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, anyways, in the in the behind the scenes stuff on the Blu-ray, they they just keep name dropping Romero, Romero, Romero. And oh I'm my like, god. Yeah. I need to yeah, know who this person 100%. is. Fucking percent. Yeah, and so I especially I dive... because Greg Nicotero was like his underling. Yeah, that's oh. why. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It's, it's basically like Walking Dead only exists because of Romero. Oh, um, yeah, and and Nicotero also helped to do um, the special effects for the sequel, Day of the Dead, and has yes. a small role in that film. Yeah, he's one of the soldiers. Right. I have a story about Tom Savini, like, and also like Tom Savini. Like, come on. Oh yeah, the man is a god. Right. Oh goddamn yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I was kind of like the similar to you, um, Hope, just kind of went back and, and dove into Night uh, and then saw Dawn a little later on. And then the the Zack Snyder remake kind of sat on my unwatched for so long. And by the time that like Watchmen discourse had got there, I was like, all right, let me go back and watch this thing. And I, and I, I, I mean, I was the target audience at that time, I think, so I dug it. But yeah. um, <laughs> the the recent rewatch has me feeling maybe a little differently on both of these. Um, but that, yeah, that was my intro. Walking Dead got me into it. Thanks, Walking Dead. Yeah, it did Origi- something good. OG, OG Walking Dead. <laughs> yes, original season. Yeah. OG. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Because like I said, once I yeah. got to the trash people, I was like, I'm done. Yeah. I didn't even make it that far. <laughs> I, oh I, no! It was fine until the trash people, and I was like, "This has nothing to do with the comics. I'm fucking done." Yeah, I was like, "Robert Kirkland, like, what the fuck did you do? This is some bullshit." Yeah, well, yeah. And, and they—it's funny the way that they both end up in all media highlighting the issue with these zombie franchises, which is at a certain point the zombies aren't really an issue, right? Yeah, uh, like, that's the thing. It comes down to humanization of the struggle. It's not even about the zombies. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, like we are the real monsters. Like, it, it's it's true. obvious. Yeah, but yeah, but the problem is that with Walking Dead, eventually it runs its course because it's like we're the real monsters. But there's nothing deeper than that. Like with 
Romero Zombies, the first film is about racism and politics and the civil rights movement in the 1960s. Yes. And then Dawn is about American consumerism during the 1970s. There's also shades of Vietnam in there. And then you get to the 80s with Day of the Dead. It's about the military industrial complex, Reaganomics, the Reagan era. Yeah. And it, yeah, it really, it, it's really trying to hammer home that it's not just us. It's the systems that we're involved in that propagate this, that, that propagate this problem. Like, that's the issue. And it's very much inspired by right. um, mm-hmm. uh, Richard Matheson's I Am Legend. That's, I mean, the, the entirety of The Night of the Living Dead is just a remake of I Am Legend. That's all it is. Oh, 100%. It's just, it's zombies instead of vampires. It's all it is. It's the same thing. So, but uh, in terms of this this trilogy, Dawn is my least favorite. Day is my favorite, then Night, and then Dawn. Um because day feels like the technical like that's like proof of concept like there's no shots out of focus the music is great like the performances it's, all the acting in all these movies is kind of questionable yeah that's not really what we're here for <laughs> and that's where i disagree because i i'm different as in the fact that night was i agree with like this is my least favorite but like night of the living dead was a start I, I give it more of a cultural point because yeah. mm. it was a start of something. Like, literally, yeah. this was the beginning of horror. Yeah. This is literally the beginning of horror culture. Like, yes, we had... Yeah. We yeah. had... Not to dis... Not to dis the greats of Sir Christopher Lee and Vincent Price and yeah, all of yeah. them, but, like, true... Grit. I should say true gritty horror, like true yeah. gritty, like sink your teeth bloody shit. Wasn't until George Romero, and it wasn't until he broke that that he was that everyone else was like, okay, we can go beyond, and that's mm. why I appreciate Night of Living, the original Night of Living Dead, because it, it was like it it broke the glass ceiling, and I give it points for yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the original Night of Living Dead, it, it, like the way they showed it, they finished filming and threw it in the trunk of a car. Literally threw it in the trunk of a car. Took it to a theater, uh, an outdoor yeah. drive-in, and they just showed it. Problem yeah. is, when they did that, they didn't put the copyright label on it. <laughs> so mm. when you show it in a public setting, it immediately becomes public domain. And so it was originally called Night of the Flesh Eaters, and then after they decided, oh well, we need to put this in other theaters they change it to night of the living dead yeah um and so romero made no money from it but it did jumpstart his career Damn. but it if they tried to go through the proper channels the the mpa would have never allowed it to be shown in a theater ever they would have been buried immediately like we're never showing this right oh, yeah. so they had to show it that way that was the only way they're gonna do it so today it's it's very tame but it does still have that impact oh well we're talking yeah. about Almost goddamn sixty plus years. Sixty ago. years ago, yeah. Like yeah. this is literally over sixty years ago. It's insane. Like I, we have to give credit where credit is due. Like yeah. we do. Yeah, pioneers of the craft. Oh yeah, absolutely. With, so, with regards to Dawn, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, can we talk about, uh, in in both films, can we talk about Tom Savini? Uh, oh yeah that is <laughs> he has tom, a little, yeah so tom savini has cameo well like a quote-unquote cameo in both films and tom savini yeah. is george romero's like next in line his next of kin like 
Tom Savini yeah. has a school, and I wish I skipped college to go to his school. I really do. Mm. I like I again. I was a psych major, film minor. And it wasn't until I went to college in my film minor studies that I learned of Tom Savini's school of um, oh, like wow. practical effects and like horror, like whatever. And I was like, I just wasted my tuition and mm-hmm. I could have gone to Tom Savini's school, which is in Pennsylvania, yep. one state over from where I used mm-hmm. to live. I was so yep. mad. I was like, what the fuck? And I talked to my film professor and he's like, not going to lie, you fucked up. And I was like, I know I yeah. fucked up. <laughs> he's yeah. like, you're brilliant yeah. and you know your psychology, but if this is the shit you want, you fucked up. I was like, I hate you so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the fact that he was like in both films, like at first in the original, I was like, the the biker who like kills shit and then like he was in the remake he was like the cool cop who like was like yeah yeah we're gonna get these fucking twitchers and we're gonna just shoot him and we're gonna tell and i was like it was like a rob zombie cameo yeah yeah like of course this is fucking tom savini like come on yeah there's there's a couple cameos in the remake ken forey shows up um and also um a uh, guy who plays Roger, he shows up at a little cameo. Um, yeah, they're they're there, but but we're not quite there to the remake yet. But uh, <laughs> with the regards to the original, I want to share the story and embarrass Hope. So, um, Why? What oh, hell yeah. so so I when we went know. down to Spooky, when we went down to Spooky Empire, we were walking around through the convention floor, like just just hanging around. And uh, one of the people that was there was Ken Forey. You know, he's he's at like every convention, and uh, he plays Peter in the original film. Yeah. Uh, and we're just walking out of the convention hall and uh, Ken Forey walks past us and I turned to Hope and, and she's like, do you have any idea who that was? And she was like, no, who was that? And I was like, that's Ken Forey from Dawn of the Dead. And she went, who's Ken Forey? Wow. Wow. Good job. Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing. Okay. I was drunk as fuck the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> I was goddamn drunk as fuck the entire time, motherfucker. And you know I was on a mission. You know I was on a goddamn mm. mission because I wanted to fucking motorboat Christina Ricci's titties, okay? <laughs> then she didn't even show up. <laughs> Don't even talk about that. Nah. Oh my God. She, she dipped out. Yeah. And also, as we were walking in, by the way, we saw a fucking troop of Clockwork Orange bitches. So fuck you, Jassy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I was distracted by Christina Ritchie's titties that I wanted to fucking motorboat. And the <laughs> fact that there was a whole Clockwork Orange fucking troop that I needed to take a photo with. So fuck you, Jassy. <laughs> and also, we've been drinking for like three hours beforehand. I don't want to fucking hear it. That's my defense. Okay. <laughs> That's my defense. <laughs> oh, jeez. Shut your whore mouth. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, um, with this original move, with this uh, original you, version of Dawn of the Dead, <laughs> with this original you know version what? of Dawn of the Dead, I have plenty of embarrassing stories of you. So fuck. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you do. Stick around to the end, with- folks. We might get one. Hey! No. <laughs> yes. With this original movie. Um it's worth noting that even though this is a zombie movie but the effects are not great, 
this one thing you just have to let go of because this is really like a this is one of those prime examples of building a car and driving it at the same time because <laughs> they they really were just like yeah just making up the effects as they went along just like just like just slather them in gray paint and put on some scarring and like done just go walk around like you're dead like they really were just rushing to get this done mm. You know, and the whole film is built around one location. That was where they spent most of the money. <laughs> oh, 100%. And, like, the thing is, with films like this, I can personally let go of, like, I know a lot of the zombies were just, like, gray makeup and totally, right. like, blasé, in a sense. Because, mm. like, I know... George Romero was telling a bigger story. I know he yeah. was also a pioneer. Like, honestly, between Night of the Living Dead and Dawn of the Dead, what what was there? There wasn't much at all. There was. A, he did a film called There's Always Vanilla, or There's Something Vanilla. It was kind of like a romantic comedy. It's not good. Uh, no, don't but watch I, it. I'm it's, saying in general, in all of horror. Oh, in general. Oh, in horror. In all yeah. of horror yeah. zombie, like, there wasn't much in that realm. Right. Yeah. And that's yeah. the thing. Like, zombie was almost, in a sense, like, taboo. And, yeah. um, And that's why he was... The only one who really did it again, like I remember getting things like I I remember like a nineteen forties movie called like White Zombie, and it wasn't really yeah. zombie; it was more like mummy. Mm. So like yeah. zombie is more of a modern thing, and and that's what makes this so these films so prolific is because it's such a new, not like new, but it's considering. A, all of horror it's new you know mm-hmm. yeah and yeah i appreciate well and zombie zombieism is such a violent illness too it like as as yeah. compared to your mummy display of the same thing it is such a violent illness and so he's Thank he's you. tapping into something like really um really like a reptile brain and it, like even if it is just yes. the the gray makeup, it, it's still pulling off the like that's a dead body moving when it shouldn't be, and it's going to make me sick. And like that, yeah. that's just getting yeah. two different levels. It's it's so it's yeah visceral, so different from like a mummy that's just like where zombies like I'm gonna fucking kill you and eat you. It's mm-hmm. it, it's tapping into cannibalism, and cannibalism was also very taboo. And it wasn't until modern, more more modern times where, like, I know there's certain cultures throughout the world that have imbibed in cannibalism. Uh, like, I know certain cultures in, like, Papua New Guinea, they did cannibalism and, like, some in the Amazon. But it was more ritualistic, yeah. so yeah. to say. And the fact that they are tapping more so into a ritualistic thing. You know, it, it, or I should say not into a ritualistic thing. This is like a whole new thing. Um, and mummies, again, are very ritualistic. Uh, like the tribes are very ritualistic. Zombies is a brand new thing. And it's not from any mythology or whatever. It's it's not from mythology, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it's such a brand new thing and it's crazy. And that's why I have such an appreciation for this. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, in 
No, go ahead. I kind of wanted to pull a, a Josh Dice start and be like, with with that in mind, what do you think they're trying to talk about here, guys? What what is Dawn of the uh, Dead about? Uh, well, they're trapped in a mall, and there's uh, all this stuff everywhere, and there's nobody else there, and they take it off of themselves. It's about American consumerism, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of the thing is that he wanted to talk about the the beginning of shopping malls being a big thing back in the 70s yeah. like yeah. you know we, we go to the mall on the weekends like it's it was i mean this, apparently this mall still stands the monroeville mall it's still there yes um they yeah they still do the zombie walk it, so they even make mention of it in kevin smith's film zach and mary make a porno it's oh the, yeah uh, <laughs> the monroeville yeah, that's right zombie ice hockey team they have the mall where they do the walk it's like this whole thing and like and honestly, every year at that mall, it's like a, they it's it's a holiday. They mm-hmm. they have a walk at the Monroeville Mall where they do like a zombie walk. It's once a year, and it's it's a Dawn of the Dead day. That's it's so like, cool. It's like a national holiday for them, you know. <laughs> and it's literally everyone like zombie walks the mall, and they have like this whole thing, and it's like it, it's the whole thing, man. Like mm. it, it seems like if you make a film in Pennsylvania, they will just make a holiday out of it, won't they? <laughs> I mean, not gonna lie, outside of Philly, all they have is cows and farms. Not much there. Listen, yeah, Groundhog Day is all we needed, man. I I've done enough crime scene cleaning and like dead cleaning in Pennsylvania to know that like the communities are very tight. But they got nothing going on. Yeah. So, yeah. Like they will celebrate whatever the fuck they can. And I don't blame them. So give us a reason. Give us a reason. Yeah. I mean, Romero loved the film in Pennsylvania. He was a Pennsylvania native. So the three and the three original cheap. movies were filmed it's in Pennsylvania. Cheap. cheap. Shit. Yeah, I mean the th- the third movie takes place in a in a uh, uh missile silo. It was just an old salt mine. <laughs> they just cheap they just shit. Yeah, it was cheap. They didn't didn't cost anything. I love so, that. Yeah, make your zombie movies as cheap as you can. Have a great time hanging out with your friends. Fuck yeah! Well, dude. the third one is where they the third one's where they put a ton of money into it. Unfortunately, that's the one that made no money. Yeah, unfortunately, it has made money across its lifetime, but it really tanked bad. So I mean, think but of, with think this of it this way, when Seth, when you were recording part of your movie, I was the cheapest part. I was. The professional console, and I <laughs> charged you like a grand a minute for Truly. the professional console, Absolutely. and I gave you the best shit ever. <laughs> right, that's very because true. I knew, because I knew death. <laughs> Fucking just, just imagine it's it's midnight, and I ran out of the laboratory with my phone, and I'm like. That brain isn't good enough. You need to make it just ooze better. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, good times. Good times. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, yeah, the ultimate message of the movie is American consumerism will not make you happy. Right. No. You can yeah. you can have all this stuff, and it won't matter if your life's on the line. It's true. It won't matter if you're trapped inside one building and can't go anywhere. Yeah. That's... Because they even established, like, how, I think it's, like, four or five months passes, they're stuck in that mall, and there's no yeah. one to talk to, and there's nowhere to go, there's no entertainment, there's no television, there's no radio, there's no communication with the outside world, it's like, 
they're slowly losing their minds, and eventually oh they say, God. "All right, let's leave." I yeah, they they just slowly I don't think lose it. It was four or five months, but it, it's been a good amount of time. They they give a they give a a time frame because um, I know they did the calendar with, strike thing whatever, but I don't think it was that. Yeah, long. I think it was only one or two months. Hmm. Well, Galen Ross, you can see her belly slowly grow when there's that they show her yeah, on the bed. But also, like there's certain women who will show five weeks in, and there's certain women who won't show until they're nine months in. That's that's fair. Yeah. So, also, you can tell this this film's a product of its time because it's 1970s and she's pregnant, but she's still smoking and drinking. It's a product exactly, of its time. Just let it go. Exactly. <laughs> let it go. So, <laughs> I think oh my that, lord! Like, well, so they did. They did say they might have wanted to abort it. So they don't have to take care of a Dude, baby. That was the first couple things, and like I'm all for pro choice and shit. But when the three, like when the four dudes are in the other room and they're like, "So the woman's in the other room. Let's just fucking stab. Yeah. Let's just fucking stab the bitch." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, God. a quiet place wouldn't even go there. They just assumed, "Yes, no, the baby's coming." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They would rather muffle, suffocate, and resuscitate the baby before that happened. Right, exactly. Mm. So yeah, um, Seth, you said your opinion had changed on this film. How does it change? So I yes. thought, I thought the original, uh, the first time that I had seen it, I thought it was um, a little, a little better put together. I thought there was more narrative to it. I think initially, because a big issue that I have with the remake is no one okay. has character development. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, and so, uh, looking back on the original, I was like, "Is that is that oh, what, what a surprise?" If I hold that to the, the original as well, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think I think it's just shifted a little bit, and and I think my most recent watch, it's felt a little more disjointed. Like they don't get to the mall until much later. Than I yeah. remembered, and so it's kind of like. Well, which cut did you? Which cut did you watch? The original cut or the extended? Cut? So I watched the original cut. Yeah, I did not go for the longer one. Uh, which, which one did you guys watch? Uh, I watched both. I, I watched both. Same. Of them. <laughs> I did. I did both. I did both. Damn. Yeah, yeah. For those that don't know, there is a, there is a secondary cut of this film. It's an extended ultimate edition version of this. Um, we're gonna get into the streaming element of this film in a it's second. It's a bit flabby. So, it's a bit flabby. Yeah. There's more added to the news station at the opening that establishes more character stuff, how society is collapsing. You see more of the cops abandoning their posts. You see more of the apartment complex assault. Uh, there's a few see, more scenes of people. You also yeah. see a lot more of the mall. Like, there was so much Yeah, a lot more. There's so much added to the mall where I was yeah. like, okay, cool, but we didn't need this. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I was cut. Yeah, but it's it's there to establish that hey, they're they're there just hanging out, just just chilling in the mall because mm-hmm. there's nothing else to do. Yeah, like it, I think the movie is almost intentionally boring you because they're getting bored mm. because it's showing yeah. you the monotony of outlasting yeah. a tragedy. And yeah, whereas I totally get it. What a great what like, a great thematic okay, this should point. Be like yeah. a document. There, yeah. It should be more of like a documentary, not a film, though. You know what I'm saying? Well, he tries that. He tried that with Diary of the Dead. <laughs> Stop, Jesse. We'll get to that one. <laughs> we'll get to that. But, but yeah, but yeah, it does feel like there's a difference between survival and living. Yeah. There's a big uh, difference. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yes, we have all the food and water and, you know, weapons we could want, but there's nothing for us here. 
<laughs> like, we have everything except each other. So, yeah. Well, they have Galga and uh, Tetris. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. <Dunham. laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It is fun seeing them just kind of hang out because they just had access to the whole mall. They just said, yeah, yeah, just go shoot scenes. It's like, just go, just whatever. It's, it's just making it up on the fly. It's That's why I'm, that's why the technical aspects of the movie, I'm like, eh, whatever. They're just shooting yeah. it on the fly. Like, the the scene where the biker gets shot off the bike by Ken Forey and he falls and he gets surrounded <laughs> by the zombies, that shot's totally out of focus. Completely out of focus. Oh, yeah. Who cares? Right. Who because, cares? Because, uh, well, you could also chop it up to, like, his POV. You know, like, he's not going to have a yeah. direct POV of exactly how he fell. So, like... Especially back in that time and all, like, you, you can forgive such things, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can forgive technical flaws because the budget on this was not very high. It's totally <laughs> right. okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, let's switch shifts a little bit to yeah. the remake. And mm-hmm. the fact... Did you had never seen this. So, here's the thing. I had never seen the remake. Shocking. Mm. But my thing is, is that I am not the biggest fan when it comes to horror remakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there are certain There's ones, some that are okay. There are certain ones I did go out and see. But uh, at, at this point in time, it was like 2004, the remake came out. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. I was still very into my origins of horror, so to say. I was still very, like, near and dear and very true to all my originals. Like, I was still Mm. going to Blockbuster and renting out all their OG horror shit. Um, And I, I didn't really like remakes because I was still accessing knowledge of the originals so i was like why Mm. am i gonna go out and waste my time on these remakes when i'm still in ingesting the the basis the original like all this stuff and as time went on i was like oh well the remake is by Zack snyder he's already ruined he's already ruined a bunch of my other shit that i love like so i just kept putting it off and putting it off Mm. because i was like i know the original i love the original (laughs) i there's so much other horror out there and there's so many other horror remakes out there even that are just better so it it just got pushed in the back burner until now and if i hadn't had this on the list would you have ever chosen to watch it no I really would exactly. have. Like, not gonna lie. I this is yeah. one of the few things where I would stick with the original and just be fine. I would. Yeah. Um I will say total fucking coincidence is so within the past month, like it with between the writer strike and everything else, um a lot of the shows I watched are like on hiatus. So, yeah. and and I work overnights and mm. I can only do so much like Spotify playlists and shit. So like I'll watch stuff on like Hulu, <laughs> like TV shows and stuff. And I got on this Modern Family 
cake. <laughs> I got on a Modern Family kick at work where I would just watch episodes of Modern Family at work while like in in the background while I'm like processing my specimen. And um I know where this is going. Me not seeing me not yeah. seeing the remake until now when fucking Ty Burrell <laughs> shows up and he's this fucking pervert sex fucking twat boy. <laughs> he's such an asshole right. this and the whole God. time the whole time I'm like that's, that's not my Phil Dunstein that's not my kind hearted magician man what the that's not my dreamer and I was like almost crying I was almost crying at work and I'm like this isn't my baby <laughs> look at what they've done to my boy <laughs> I think they even addressed that when he was being cast from Modern Family they were even addressed when he was being cast from Modern Family they said oh weren't you that asshole from Dawn of the Dead <laughs> I was so upset I was like this is my baby <laughs> oh, God. I was like yeah. what is <laughs> uh yeah it, a lot of people have hailed this 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 remake as being Zack Snyder's best movie i probably agree probably uh, I, as much i mean as, granted as much as uh, watchmen is not perfect it's still better than most of his, yeah. of his stuff yeah so yeah, I, I would say like this and Watchmen are up there for Zack Snyder. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What, I, I forgot what, when I was watching this. I, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, Seth, what do you think? I mean, it's a it's a Ving Rhames vehicle, so I can't be mad at that. Like, that, I yeah. forgot that on my recent rewatch. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's right. Ving Rhames is actually trying to do stuff in this <clears> film. <throat> like, he, he's actually yeah. presenting a character arc of like, yeah, I'm learning to get along yeah, with he's, these other people. He's trying to get um, to something. So he's I, trying I, so hard. <laughs> yeah, I just I I do think that uh I, when I was rewatching this I was like yeah, when I was rewatching this I was like man, this movie is really post 9/11. Right. Wow. Oh my god, Jesus. Oh, oh god. Jesus Christ. That no, the opening scene where he's just like it's a cop, man. If that was today's day and age, I'd be like he would have been shot on the spot. Right. Yeah, they would have shot him. <laughs> shot yeah. then and there. They would have been like, is that cop harassing you? Bam! And I was like, <gasps> yeah. Like, the thing that actually landed him damn. a job for this was he did a Budweiser commercial. Oh, shit. And it was, it yeah, it was a commercial where it's like a horse-drawn carriage is like traveling from where they had the Budweiser brewery. And it goes to New York City and the Hudson River is frozen. And the, all the horses like kneel down and sort of like pray towards where the twin towers were. Yeah, that was how he got the job. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah. Zach Snyder can say he's a Democrat all he wants. He's very right wing, very very right wing. And you can see it in all of his movies, going back to even this, like there is a right wing slant to this movie. Like, oh, there's the, levels of. Do you not? There's homophobia, there's the, xenophobia, the Islamophobia. Secu- the, the three security guards at the beginning, that's all you need to do. Oh, yeah. That's all you need to fucking do. Because they're, like, calling yeah. each other, like, gay slurs. 
and they were yeah. just like total right. What kills me is they were in Wisconsin, and yeah, like I know Wisconsin's a slight bit more conservative, but they're also yeah. very fucking liberal because they're near Canada and they're in like Madison mm-hmm. and all those places are very fucking liberal. So it's well, very, Zack Snyder hails very, from Green Bay, Wisconsin, but that's what I'm saying. It's very fucking divided. And he chose yeah. to go with the very divided part of Wisconsin. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's not, mm. not to, I hate to swing into Zack Snyder's defense. The movie is clear that those are the bad guys, though. Like it is, it is like actively telling you, hey, these guys deserve to be locked up even oh, in this for sure. scenario. So, oh, no, for sure. But it's, it's still very like cop. Forward, so to say, like even, like I said, even from the yeah. beginning, it like it's yeah. And also that character, um, played by um, what's his name? My, uh, oh god, what's his name? He was in Man of Steel. Michael. He's also in House of Cards. Can't remember his name. Anyways, the CJ character. He um, Michael he doesn't Kelly. have an arc. Michael Kelly. Um, he like you're. He's clearly like one of the bad guys, but he saves the day at the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. You, you you talk me back off the ledge. You're right. They do like you're, go out of their way to. They he, give him the hero they, moment. They humanize him actually across the movie more than anybody. I I know I know I'm gonna kill everybody and would have sacrificed you, but now I'm the hero. Like. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The biggest change for this remake, besides the a very overt right wing politics, is um the, running the na- zombies. The, the Nazi zombie fetus baby. Oh, oh man! That I will say, and far, as far as imagery in this movie, that did really make me feel ill. Like, ugh. why is it a Nazi again? I'm. Yeah, why is it? Yeah, why is it a Nazi? Oh, I was totally. Oh, because oh, because because she's she's German. Okay, I get it. Russian, but oh, she's oh no, so it's 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 comrade (laughs) zombie baby. It's It's comrade zombie. Communist (laughs) Nazi zombie fetus baby. Zombie. Oh man, for sure. Zombie. Zombrad. Just heap. Just heap that into the the. You know, chuck that into the fucking bucket. Right. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah what a sequence, so, too. Yeah, like, I, ju- I just say it was Nazi because, like, we're past the Cold War at that point, And, like, if... Yeah. And what they're going to do is, like, target, like, any Nazi-type... So I was, like, Nazi it, it, Anybody Nazi. that's not white American. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but also, it, it, we were closer at that point to South Park. Uh, stick of truth when they did have the Nazis on baby penis so anytime oh, I see something like that I just think of South Park stick of truth's video game like Nazis on baby penis baby so like oh, I just geez. associate all of that with it <laughs> I don't think I've thought about that game in like fucking 10 years <laughs> my oh my god, god. It's so good. and that and the fractured butthole a fractured butthole. <laughs> so good. Come on, dude. There's they really did throw new- their whole ass into making those games. They, they ju- did. Oh my god! Yeah. I just saw in the news too. Like everyone knows, they bought out the actual Casa Bonita in Colorado, but they actually oh, yeah. <laughs> just updated where they're paying their servers a legitimate living wage. Living wage. And Damn. They're, nix- they're nixing. No more tipping. They're no more tipping, and they're doing. They're like. We need because they were like, yeah, actually, Europe is on the fucking ball. They 
And, and there's some people who are complaining that are like, oh, well, I'm losing money. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, but they're doing an average across the board. Whereas people at night who might get higher tips are getting more money. But the people who do like day shifts, they're actually making more money because, you know, it's it's average. It's averaging. Out, yeah. You know, yeah, and yeah, yeah. it's it's starting to be more Eurocentric. And and Trace and Matt Parker are totally like for Eurocentric centricity. So, anyways, mm-hmm. we're totally off subject. Nazi zombie fetus, yeah. baby. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Again, Nazi Trace zombie fetus. Really baby. good. What the fuck happened <laughs> Just, with that shit? Like, who it's made really who good sequence? Wanted, who wanted a zombie fetus, baby? What the fuck? If, I apparently James Gunn. Apparently that was in the original script. I I love the uh the video gamification of zombies that he gets away with in this movie. Like the mm. you kind of have a technical I mean, bloater. You have a a pregnant zombie baby. You've got um you've got yes. like runners at this point. You know like I, I love yes. that he's kind of sh- this is where Left for Dead came yeah, from. This yeah yeah exactly. Like they're they're yes. leaving. There's a there's a great big buff zombie out in the crowd that gets domed by that fucking gas tank. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> they got the whole thing. I, I will say one of my favorite, one of my favorite scenes I will give credit for is when they're playing, like, chess with the dude across the street, and they're like, all right. Oh, yeah, yeah. S- snipe Jay Leno. Jay Leno. And they shoot some. Snipe, <laughs> snipe, Rose, snipe Rosie O'Donnell. And he snipes him with like different things. And I was just like, okay, that's fun. That's cool. I like that. <laughs> yeah. It is. The, the one bit of character development that Sarah Polly gets is uh, when Ty Burrell says, uh, hey, if I ever turn one of those things, blow my fucking head off. And sure enough, yeah. she does. Yes, she does. <laughs> that's the oh, one bit yes. of character development. Yes. The one bit of character development they she They even give a cutaway to Ving Rhames going, damn, right after that. Like, damn. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think that, how do we all feel about running zombies? I, They're frightening. Dude, it's the only way to get me scared of your zombies, to be honest. It has to match yeah. the context because if you have a mixture of both, then you mean army of the dead (laughs) well here's the thing you have you have your movies like world war z you have things like night of the living dead you have your movies like dawn of the dead you have like walking dead and there's there's so there's so many things in between the thing is your zombies have to match your genre Mm. and My this isn't the first running zombie movie, though. This is no, not the first it's, one. It's not, but here's the thing. This, what I had issue with wasn't the fact that it was running zombies. It was the fact that it was, uh, it, it was the fact that it, it, it wasn't consistent. Yeah. And that's my thing. Like, if you're not wrong, running zombies, have fucking running zombies. Because... Once you shut down that part of the brain and everything, it should just be motor. And there shouldn't be... The only thing that should stop a a zombie from running is, like, if they trip over themselves. Or is, like, their coordination skills not necessarily... Yeah. Like, because they're not going to have fatigue. They're not going to have any of that shit. Um, Yeah. So they should all be fast at that point. Or they should all be slow because the neurons in the brain aren't 
firing as well, so they should mm. all be slow. Uh, the, my thing is it, it it should just all be consistent. Like in the original, it was all very consistent. They all were slow paced, but what made them fearful was the the sheer number and mass of them. And that's yeah. what made it fearful was the numbers. And yeah, and I get that. Whereas in the remake, there were some where they just like walked on by and they're like, oh, yeah, whatever. And then others, they were like running. Mm. And I'm like, what? So it, it was yeah. my biggest thing was that it was the inconsistency. And that's where it, it dropped me. And I I mm. just it, it I don't know that that's just for me. It was the inconsistency yeah. for me. Like if you're going to run, running zombies, have fucking running zombies, like fucking do it up. Or yeah. just don't. And, and why, if, if they can run, why can't they, like, climb? Or swim. Or anything. Because... <laughs> yeah, in, or swim. In, in the previous thing, they they explicitly state in the original, they're going back to what they know. They're doing what yeah. their muscle memory is. So, like, if someone's a professional football player, they're going to do the football. If someone's a professional swimmer, they're going to fucking swim. And they, because they're going back to basic muscle memory. And like it's, and I feel like it's totally forgotten. Even though they mentioned it in the remake, it's still like forgotten throughout it because of that. And, yeah, and that's what hurts because like they pull from the original, but they don't follow through. Yeah, there's not as much of a message in the remake as there is in the original. The original, the, not. the the mall, the mall is there as a representation of American consumerism. Whereas in the remake, the mall is there as just a backdrop. Like we're yes. stuck in a mall. Like that's it. They, that's just a base. It's it's not yeah. it's not a plot point. It's just a base. Yeah, and also not enough time really transpires for them to really get bored of the place. Like they're yeah. there for like what a couple of weeks. It's like not enough time. There's no justifiable reason for them to leave. We've lost all meaning in life. Yeah, you've been there for like two weeks, dude. It's like, and also, can I say my biggest problem with this movie besides the goddamn color grading, which we'll get oh to? My, it's oh so my god, overexposed. Why is this oh movie god, so every... overexposed? Jesse, uh, do you remember the text I sent you? Like, actually, to the Discord, to both of you. Yeah, I, I was remember. Like, oh, what is oh, this shit? And I'm watching. What color gradient is this? Like, I don't even know this as a fucking real filter. Yeah. What color gradient is this shit? Every movie in the mid 2000s looked like this. Ooh. It's that Jason Bourne blown out exterior. No, but this was extra. Green. This was fucking extra. Yeah. yeah, it's almost painful to look at it when sometimes it's so it bright. Was so bad. Yeah. Just crank that ISO up. Stop. <laughs> They're hurting my eyeballs. <laughs> God. But the, the big issue I have with the ending of the movie, they retrofit some parking shuttles to turning into tanks. Yeah. Well, I get that you want to have a big action scene at the end of the movie, but that's not practical for normal people. The only people that can actually do that are either a licensed mechanic yeah. or the A-team. Right. No, <laughs> like, for sure. 100%. Yeah, it, it feels like we've turned into G.I. Joe at the end of the movie. Like, by the way, this is labeled a horror movie. It's more of an action film. Yeah. It is. But, but that's because that's more of Snyder's repertoire. Whereas he, yeah. he liked the thing is, Snyder liked the original IP, but he didn't know yeah. how to translate it. And that's another problem. 
is where mm. Snyder Snyder leeches on to IPs, but he doesn't know how to translate the IPs. Yeah. And that's he where morphs I, it into his own and thing. And that's where I feel there's such a downfall to all of his films is mm. because of that. Like there's so mm. many good IPs he's had, but it just doesn't work out because he doesn't know what to do with it. I, I think yeah. a big you know? difference for me that I noticed was the the both films are approaching the question of what if this happened and they're landing mm-hmm. in very different territory of the original says, man, if this happened, that would suck. I, I don't I don't want this. Yeah. to happen. Like I would be actively rejecting it as this happened if it happened. Oh, yeah. Whereas the 100%. remake yeah. goes, wouldn't it be so cool if this happened? That's the attitude of the remake just the whole way through is like damn wouldn't it be fucking awesome if this happened though this is how i would deal with it and it's like oh yeah oh, wow okay yeah. cool well i i will say there is a level of restraint to this film as opposed as compared to his other movies because really people well here's the thing the armorer on this movie said you know all the like one of the characters be like he should have twin desert eagles and zach Snyder was like no 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 those are movie guns give them a regular gun it's like okay you pulled it back 1%. <laughs> Again, 1%. So I'll give him that. <laughs> 1%. Well, there, there's some good where, action scenes. The, the action set pieces in this are actually pretty good. I will give the credit where credit is due. I'm sorry, but once I brought the dog in, I was like... Oh, yeah. That's another thing that was kind of inconsistent. It's like, oh, they want human flesh. Why don't they want animals? Right. Like, it doesn't... Like, why... How do they know he doesn't want the dog? How do That's they know they don't want the dog? Like, like in any, like in Walking Dead and any other thing, they see something moving. They see something with they go like after it. Heat. They see something with heat and flesh. They go mm-hmm. after it because that's all they know is like, because that's what they know is movement and heat signature. Yeah. So that's the one thing that like like thank God because like I I'm a huge animal advocate. I'm the first one who'll be like kill the human, save the dog. Um, but, <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, that just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make yeah. sense, you know, mm. because like the zombies wouldn't be going off to like, oh, that smelled like animal or that smelled like human. No, they'd be going off of blood. They'd be going off of movement. They would, you know, yeah. that's why like zombies sound. are attracted yeah. to the sound. They're attracted to the movement. That's why in so many zombie movies, they'll like put a car with a brick on the pedal and go and they're attracted to the movement and then they'll try yeah. and get after that and then after they can't like break the flush then they'll be like oh okay i'm gonna go back over here it's they're they they don't like differentiate the shit you know yeah. they're just they're they, dogs they're dogs chasing cars they don't know what to do when they <laughs> catch it right like my i i will put a squirrel, a mosquito, and a lizard in front of my dog. Who's gonna go after all three? Yeah, I, I, I'm not gonna be like, "Oh, go after the lizard." No, he'll go like, but like, like all three. You know, it's it's just yeah. like his his shit. You know, it's the same yeah. thing with zombies. Mm, yeah, they're if if you're like, oh, go after flesh, they're gonna be like, oh, well, that's a human flesh, that's a lizard flesh, that's a dog flesh. They're not gonna like differentiate. They're like, oh no, it's moving. Bye. Like, 
That, yeah. that was a big thing. It is worth noting that the, the dog is the only one that survives at the end of this movie. <laughs> at least yeah. the dog survived. It's like, I will say that is kind of clever having the whole, the whole camera footage at the end. They, they make it to those islands, those, those glorious tropical islands in the middle of the Wisconsin lake, wherever the no, fuck that is. No, actually, no, they just went back to the, to the dock and they didn't make it to an island. They went back to the dock. Really? I thought they went to an island. No, I thought that was an island. No, they went back oh. to the dock because if you look at the same footage, it was the same exact dock where they left who they came back to. Huh. They just thought it was enough oh. to They just came back after they ran out of resources and they thought it'd be enough time uh, where it'd be okay. safer. Because if you look at the dock where they come in and when they come back and they see like the, the stampede at like the 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 found footage shit it's the same yeah. dock it's the same dock yeah hmm. and then disturbed kicks in with the ending credits and like okay <laughs> it's dumb as fuck yeah but and <laughs> yeah. and that's another thing i have with like any and all zombie flicks like that's why I kind of lean towards Walking hmm. Dead because after a while it wasn't about the zombies. It was, the zombies yeah. were an afterthought for a while because it's true. Because you're gonna have a set number of survivors, you're gonna have a set number of zombies, and the zombies aren't gonna kill everybody. And after a while, you're gonna have enough people to know how to combat it. Like even if a person does die, they're gonna be like, "All right, we'll chop the head off and shoot it, burn it, whatever the fuck," you know. And there's going to be more humans and zombies after a while. Like, the zombie population isn't going to grow, per se, after so many years or their months. Even months, because when it comes down... Wouldn't the bodies, like, decay right, after a exactly, while? Exactly. You would think. Exactly. Yeah. So, I, but this is getting into, like, a scientific thing and that, like, a zombie yeah, thing. Yeah. Like, I'm... I'm I'm going off of like my laboratory experience, unless they're all in formalin the entire time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I'm going off of my lab and crime scene cleaning, like background, mm-hmm. like unless they're in formalin <laughs> the whole time or like some sort of preservative, like they're gonna decay and rot. It doesn't matter if, especially if they're consistently outside in the weather. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. I'm getting on a whole other tangent. Giving a holy shit. <laughs> yeah, but that, I mean, with, with all that said, I mean, I don't hate the remake. I I just think that no. it's not. It's it's not like the worst thing ever. It's just it's just very post nine eleven. You can just feel it. You can just like there's this kind of like jingoistic Americana yeah, within the movie. Yeah. It's like it's very weird. You know, it's you know, and also um when at Shaun uh, when Shaun of the Dead came out the same year. Um, it, uh, somebody asked Simon Pegg, like, why didn't you have the running zombies like Dawn of the Dead? And Simon Pegg said, because horror is not an energy drink. <laughs> and I agree. Yes. I, I personally prefer the slower zombies because they're, they realistic. are slow. It's more realistic. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, uh, the World War Z novel that Max Brooks wrote, which was adapted into a terrible movie, <laughs> which is nothing like the book. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like millions of slow moving zombies, like millions. Like you could not kill them if you tried. Yeah. 
like it's yeah it's it's interesting in that regard because they are slow but there's so many that you could have all the guns in the world you're not going to stop them yeah yeah there's nothing you can do yeah and that's the thing about like people always bring the point of well if the zombies are slow in the original dawn of the dead and they had that gun store why don't they just go out there and just shoot them because then more are just going to show up yeah because they're going to hear the gunshot they're attracted to the noise they're going to keep showing up it doesn't matter you could kill them off all you want yeah it doesn't matter and that's yeah it doesn't matter i mean i will say it is funny in the original Dawn of the Dead that um, there's a lot of moments. You ever watch those infomercials late at night where it's like, has this ever happened to oh, yeah. you? And it's like some dumb person just doing like falling for no reason, like fake you falling. Mean, you mean the stereotypical white person where it's like, I can't open my milk. That That, that is all over the original movie. <laughs> it's like, dude, just shoot. Just reload. Come on. You can do it. I believe in you. You can do it. It's there because it wants the scene. Like the best one is when they're at the uh, the helipad trying to refuel the helicopter, <laughs> and he does that swing and falls over. It's like it's so dumb. It's like just it, Carolyn right. Ross is just like standing there looking at like should I help or should I run? It's like hmm. Well, she's moving about half a mile an hour. Hmm. What do I do? It's like I, I get it. Like like not the best direction. But it's, it's I, I get it. It why is what it is. You also have yeah. to do like a time factor. Like the original was like made in the mid to late seventies, like seventy eight. Yeah. Well, I'm saying when it was made, not when it was released. Oh yeah, yeah. When it was made, yeah. So it, and it took because it, movies back then took way longer to make than it is now. You know, so like by mm. the time it was being made. It was like mid to late seventies, and they were still fig- they were still figuring shit out. You know, like this was a yeah. brand new this is brand new genre basically. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it wasn't your normal zombie or Frankenstein or vampire. Like this was a whole new thing. Yeah, when did The Exorcist come out? Was it seventy six? That sounds. I think it was seventy six. But even then, The Exorcist was possession, not zombification yeah but i'm talking like in terms of like 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 horror that is remembered like i think alien came out the same year as this as well so like there was good horror but it was so sparse i and the thing is it was all very different because we just mentioned yeah john of the dead zombie aliens sci-fi alien we have the exorcist which is possession slash religious like all of these are completely different versions of horror they they're the entire gamut of horror it's not like Mm -hmm. oh this is like five different zombie movies or it's like oh it's not like five you know it's just completely across the board and we haven't quite hit the 80s slasher yet so this is like completely brand new and if you see like 50s and 60s horror it's just so much different. So fucking yeah. different. You know, um, like we've, in a, in a previous Split the Difference episode, we did The Thing versus The Thing from Another Planet from like 1952. That was a completely different type of horror. Yes. Horror, where it was like yeah. communist <laughs> propaganda or, you know, there was um, one of my personal favorites 
there's a movie from like the 1950s and it's called Attack of the Giant Leeches. And it's the stupidest fucking thing. And it's like half swamp people, but it's like these mm. giant leeches. The the tagline is fear will pierce your flesh. And it looks <laughs> like the the entire movie is it looks like giant sleeping bags with like paper mache teeth are killing you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so great Damn. it's so terabat it's great you know so like, oh. so we're talking about very modern horror compared mm. to like a 2004 horror where we've evolved and I think that's a discredit to the remake because we're talking about a very brand new version mm. that George Romero did versus a remake that everything was at its feet and it still fell, you know? Yeah. I mean, b- before this was 28 Days Later, which everyone says, they're not zombies, they run. It's like, well, then the ones in the remake of Dawn of the Dead aren't zombies either. 28 Days They're later not zombies either. Fucking amazing. I love 28 Days Later. That's like mm-hmm. early aughts, like horror. Yeah perfection is early odds for yeah. perfection is 28 days and yeah. to have this follow that up i was like mm, suck my dick fuck you yeah you know i think the first inst- i think the first instance of running zombies was um uh dan o'bannon's return of the living dead i think that was yeah. the first one yeah. Frightening. yeah frightening yeah that movie scared the shit out of me when i was a kid now i look at it i'm like oh this is hilarious <laughs> it's, it's great what time does <laughs> Yeah, now it's funny. Yeah, but um yeah, I I think the remake is not awful, but it's, it's not it, it's it, it's just there's so many things that are just like of that time frame, just like that post 9/11 that that washed out visual appearance, the the musical choices, my god. <laughs> the it, Richard it Cheese. I though I do I do appreciate Richard Cheese though. <laughs> that was good. I like that. I like the montage wow. sequence. That's fun. Um, but you it mean does. Phil Dumpy's fucking bitches. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck me, harder, Steve. Also, they're they, they're making a video. They're making a sex tape, and I'm like, for who? For no, aliens, no, no, no. man. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. They even address that in the original movie when the Raiders come into the uh, the department store and he, one guy's trying to steal a TV and one guy's like, what are you going to watch on that? He's like, I don't know. And he just throws it, it at another it. TV. <laughs> There's no TV anymore. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I don't hate the remake. It's got it's got some things I like in it. There's some good, the, the cast is stacked. I love the cast. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. What well, one thing I, I'm very confused on: the little girl is at the beginning of the movie. The little the Vivian girl is like she's a the neighbor kid, but she ends up in Sarah Polly's house. How? My guess is there is a window open. Uh, I I always thought that was their daughter, but it's not. I mean, she could have just been tired from her shift and and not locked the door on the way in. You know what I mean? Another thing too is the only thing i could think of was obviously the families are very close she was she was addressing that kid very personably for all we know yeah. like the mother may have tried to go to had like a spare key to the house 
for like, oh, we're going on vacation. Can you watch my house type of deal? And like one of the parents could have been trying to go over to be like, hey, can you help me? And then like they just like, because they were asleep. They were dead asleep when all this was happening. So like maybe they did try to just go get in the house because they were like, oh, well, she's a nurse. She's our best bet. And like just like had a spare key to open the door and then like the shit ensues. Like I, I I'll forgive things like that because like if my neighbor was a nurse, I'd definitely be buddy buddy with especially like in the early aughts before like things were total trash and like I honestly right now I don't talk to my neighbors. Fuck my neighbors, I don't care about them. But like <laughs> but that. like back then but like back then I was like best friends with all my neighbors. Like I really was. Like I was best friends with the whole fucking street. And like I had everyone's name, number, keys, everything. So like that that could have been a thing. But uh, we're also talking about a twenty plus year difference, right. you know? Yeah. So I, I I wish that was more properly expressed in the movie, but I'll I'll go with it. <laughs> that that that's you know? my only like de- defense, so to say, is yeah. that for the it's the it's the yeah. Just it get was, to the action. And, That's and just and like, forget is, the cyclists and like, get to the action. It was yeah. a cul-de-sac community. They're trying to do like the whole nuclear family cul-de-sac community, very like nitty gritty type community thing. And like yeah. in yeah. those communities, like I used to live in those communities as a kid and we're like, everyone knew everybody. We all had keys to each other's house. We were like, oh, hey, can you watch my pet? Okay, only if you watch my kid. Oh, well, we're going to do a bake sale. Well, can you do that? Like, and that's how it was, you know, uh, between the yeah. the 90s and the early aughts. It was very mm. tight-knit like that. So, mm-hmm. my only defense. Okay. <laughs> only defense. Yeah. So, uh, to wrap everything up, let's go through our favorite scene from the original and our favorite scene from the remake. Let's see where everybody sits here. Like, uh, Hope, what was your favorite scene from the original and what's favorite from the remake? Uh, so favorite from the original would have to be, um, again, I, I love me some Tom Savini. So, and, and it showed the most action when the biker gang came into the mall because not only did Mm -hmm. you see human against human, but you saw human against zombie. And it was most apparent with Tom Savini's character because not only was he, he was attacking (laughs) He's got a fucking sword. He's got he a, a sword. fucking machete. He just chopped some bitch's yeah. head off. That was like the <laughs> most action. And I know that was because Tom Savini was their like lead effects director, you know? And Tom Savini's like, if I'm going to be in the scene, I want to show off my talents. And yeah. I have an extra appreciation for that because he was like, I'm going to show what I do. And I was like, mm. bet, got you, you know? Um, and again, that was, I, I, I liked that a lot also, not only because like Tom Savini, but also because it was, it was legit showing it was more than just human versus zombie. It was human versus human. And when you get down to the nitty gritty, it is going to be human versus human. It is. Yeah. Um, in the remake, I would say... One of my favorites would have to be, honestly, I I would have to say 
I mentioned it before. I love this scene on the rooftops where they were communicating with Andy Mm -hmm. from across the way, you know, because it it shows a humanization where you want to connect with other humans, but it's also showing like also another part of humanization where Mm -hmm. they are technically killing, but they're making a game out of it. And like, yes, I know there's zombies, but it, it it's just one of those things. So it shows all parts of humanization. And I it was just something about that that like it really humanized everything. I, you know, because I love the scene with characters sitting around just talking shit to each other. It worked. Yes, thank you. Yeah. And it was one of a the downtime few, scene. And it was one of the few things scenes where Ty Burrell wasn't an asshole. I could get my somewhat lethal dumpy. So Uh, what about you Seth I was just about to say Seth yeah so um Roger dying in Peter's arms in the original uh what Mm. a heartstring tugger like because they they they, I love that both movies actually go out of that was mine to really yeah 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 like they they both go out of their way to really um show what happens in those final moments like there's a a discourse that gets to happen in the last moments of someone's life. And, and in the original, they opt to make it a really like, uh, kind of like masculine, uh, expression of emotion, yeah. just like, uh, a yeah. really, a really, yeah. like, you know, these people had been living together for such a long time. And that's so, I, yeah, he's, there was he's, a connection. and he's expressing, I don't want to turn into one of them. Like, I'm so afraid of that in this moment right now. And then, uh, yeah. the sa- same in the remake, um, as the, no, uh, I, I completely agree. With the, yeah. with the girl when uh go ahead when uh, Matt Ferrer is gonna yeah turn. yeah yeah, yeah. Where the, there's a literal debate yeah. around his life and in that moment he is actually so uh, emotionally there that he can describe what his daughter's going through like you, you know oh, what I mean like yes. he, he, it's it's not even about him he's like listen I've signed out of surviving this a long time ago I just want to make sure she's good so let me describe to you why she's in peril right now I I just I love those really human expressions at the brink yes. of death um, where, where people, because yeah. it's like the Joker said in, in the dark night, people really show you who they are in those last few seconds. And in, and in both situations you get to see, um, I, I yeah. think depth in our characters. I, I love it. So those are mine. Yeah. No, death brings out the core of people. And it, it's true. Mm-hmm. It truly brings out the core of people. Like when you, even if you see, um, like, even to, like, dumb, fun examples, like, in Captain America, the first Avenger, like, you see Steve Rogers before he was transformed. He's the first one to dive on a grenade. Right. Even right. though it was a fake grenade. Oh, yeah. He is a fake, it, you know, he's the first one to dive. When you see, even in the original Dawn of the Dead, you know, Peter, like, before Peter had to kill... You know, he, he he was the first one to bring up abortion. And then right. when it came down to being, like, real with killing one of his friends, he was, like, he was going to do it, but he made sure it was, it, it, it humanized him. Yeah. Because you saw at the end when Peter was, like, I'm not going to go. I'm done. Yeah. And then he was like, well, you know, I still want life to live. But it's that struggle because he's like, I just had to kill someone I care about. 
I'm done. I'm going to have to run either way. Yeah. It's hard. At that point, it's more about learning to live versus surviving. Because anyone can survive, but there's yeah. there's a difference between learning to live. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. With regards to the ending, uh, the original, do you guys know what the original ending was? No. Mm-hmm. So the original ending was much more grim and dour. Um, it was changed very late in the process because they said, yeah, that's too much. So the original ending was that Peter was going to kill himself. Oh, wow. Oh. He was going to off himself in that room and Galen Ross on the rooftop with all the zombies coming up. She was going to feel like it's hopeless. Where am I going to go? I can't. I'm pregnant. I can't take care of a child. I can't give birth to the kid. She was going to shove her head into the tail rotor of the helicopter and kill herself. What? Oh, my God. And the credits were going to roll over top of the helicopter blade slowly coming to a stop, implying that even if they had escaped, they wouldn't have gotten very far. Wow. They said, yeah, that's too much. Let's change it. I and will, so they gave you the kind of. I will yeah. say. It was Although that, that dummy, the dummy of Galen Ross does appear in the movie. The apartment complex when it's being assaulted by the SWAT members, that quick like 10 frame shot where you see the guy's head explode, that was actually her head cast and they just painted it gray (laughs) and they just put up and they put a beard on it. That's actually her head cast. That's great. So it appears in the movie. Yeah. It's really bad looking when you see it in freeze frame. It's like, wow, that looks really awful. But that was the original. The one thing I found interesting is so. Night of the Living Dead, the original. White woman, black guy. Even though yeah. the black guy dies at the end because of like the mob, it still ends with mm. black guy and a white woman. Mm-hmm. Dawn of the Dead ends with black guy, black guy and, and a white, white woman. woman. <laughs> and yeah. they, like the two main characters in the even in the remake, Ving Rhames, black guy, and the main character is white woman. Like, <laughs> yeah, so they, they follow, and even in they follow the trend. even in. Even Day of the Dead, it's a black guy, yeah. a white guy, and a white woman. Yeah, yeah they escape to the islands. Yeah, so it, they follow the trend. So good for them. Yeah, follows the trend. Yeah. Um, with regards to trying to find the original Dawn of the Dead, uh, oh uh, my god, was, oh, oh god, what god. a what a fucking mess. Okay, so the rights issues for this being released on a physical format are a fiasco. The rights are all over the place. There was originally, there was the Ultimate Edition that was released several years ago. I think it's like four discs. Um, it's long out of print. And because the rights are just like caught up between different distributors and it's ever, you can't, it's not even streaming anywhere legally. legally. We found this. We found this on YouTube for free. Yes. 4K uploads on YouTube for free. So if you want to watch the original Dawn of the Dead, that's the only place you're going to find it. But there's physical editions of this film are, if you're going to find them, find them on eBay for like a hundred bucks a pop. Yeah. They're very hard to find. So, and it also goes right. into the, the remake. Right. When the remake was released on physical format, the only one that was released was the director's cut. Yeah. The theatrical cut was difficult to find until they finally put out a two disc set where you got the theatrical and yeah. the the extended cut. And it, huh. The things that are added to the extended cut are like negligible. It's like, it's about, it's, it's some more gore. It's a little more character stuff. It's not a lot. It's like, eh, it's there, <laughs> but it's not really right. important. Right. Like all of Zack Snyder's movies, the shit that gets cut is like negligible. <laughs> right. Oh my God. God, he can't edit movies. 
God, he cannot edit. <laughs> he just wants. I actually was on. I I was on uh, the I was on Case Aiken's uh, Man Men of Steel podcast last night talking about Man of Steel again. Oh, cool! And uh, I I came up with this thought. Was that, it? It was it. You know, less it's... than five hours of you ranting. It was. It was two and a half. Um, oh, so you cut it in half. I <laughs> we cut it in half. Um, I had the I I made the statement to Case. I said, you know what Zack Snyder is? He's an NFL linebacker that somehow became a filmmaker. <laughs> what? <laughs> Because he, he's like his his thought process is like you know jingoistic Americana you know pump up the military like Zack Snyder has a cameo in Dawn of the Dead, and it's the sequence in, in the uh, the opening credits. I showed you this this yeah. this little moment. He's one of the mercenary guards that's protecting the president at the opening credits of this movie when the when the yeah. Capitol is being attacked. He's one of the guys so, protecting the president. So this is making. So I was before we started recording. I went to. I just before this we started recording this episode. I I went to a bar for brunch, and because it's it's the weekend before Fourth of July, they were having a mer. Mm. They're having a America hot dog eating contest. Of course they do that. And that's of all course. I can think of is like Zack Snyder is the hot dog eating contest. That's exactly what I want to do on and a like, Sunday morning is just wolf down hot dogs. Oh god. Zack Snyder is the hot dog eating contest of filmmaking. Just massive murka over existentialism with just fat wow. and shit. That's amazing. <laughs> that's all it what is. a metaphor. Wow. That's what it is, though. That's what he is. And the whole time, I'm like, "Is this the equivalent of a Zack Snyder film?" Is I'm yeah. watching Americans watch him eat it, eat, eat it, you pigs, no. eat it. That's all I can think about. That's all I can even think about. I was like, "This fits uh, perfectly." I was like, "I'm about to talk about the damn. shit. This fits perfectly." That's all I can think God about. Damn. And the funny thing—the funny thing is, I was at a British pub. Wow, that's the funniest part. In Florida, I was at a British pub in Florida. A celebration of America at a British pub in Florida. Okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I could bring okay. my look. I could bring my dogs. So I had oh. bottomless drinks at a British pub in Florida with there my dogs. It's fine. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. There you go. On one TV, there was hot dog eating. One TV was football. Football. football, football you know, and another was uh, BBC News. And, and another <laughs> was BBC News. So I was like, I'm good. Makes perfect sense. God. Yes. <laughs> Oh, man, we've been going at this for almost an hour and a half. So, yeah, like, the original is critically important This is the season like, finale, Jesse. Let it go. The season finale. Yes. <laughs> season finale. Um, The remake is, you know, even with James Gunn's script, it's like, it doesn't feel like a James Gunn yeah, there's script, a, kind of, it, you know? This is his beginning writing, though. This is his beginning writing. Beginning uh, outside of trauma, exactly. and and the thing is, he was still trying to to pander because he was still like a yeah. cold baby in the writing genre. Well, there was a lot of stuff that was cut by Zack Snyder. There was a whole sequence where well, they were too. showing a news station, yeah, news station where a woman slowly like lost her mind. It was 
quoting scripture and going apeshit crazy. Like that was cut because the movie has a kind of pro-American, pro-Christian exactly. feel so to it. it. It's like it, it's it's half it being cut, half he's still new. Again, we're talking about mm-hmm. twenty plus. We're talking about like twenty years ago, you know. So there's a lot. God damn, of, yeah, you're right. It is 20 years it's ago. It's been 20 years ago, so that's a lot of time to grow. And you know, I can think about my own writing 20 years ago. I'm a way better writer than I was mm. back then. Shit, you know. Yeah, but yeah, the remake. It's fine. It's pretty good. It's Zack Snyder. It's early. Yeah. It's early aughts Zack it's- Snyder. Scott's moments. Was it? Were, were either of you like scared at any point? I don't think zombie movies scare me like for that. the dog. Yeah, for the dog. Yeah, I was only again. I was only scared for Chip. So I was like, "Don't you dare let him die! I kill all the humans! Don't you dare let that fucking die!" <laughs> right. Yeah. I will John Wick this shit right now. Yeah, the original is critically important. The remake is like it's. Somebody wanted to capitalize on the name. It's like, is zombies like there was yeah. like a glut of zombie movies in the mid two thousands. I mean, my oh, god, yeah. like every other week there was another one. Another it was one. it was between early aughts and mid twenty tens, and um, yeah, it 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 was a slew of them. Not all of them hit. We have special ones like Shaun of the Dead, obviously. Like, thank you, but it it yeah. was just. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to lie, I would take another Dawn of the Dead remake, especially if it was to point out how dead malls are now after, like, COVID and shit, you know? Like, getting locked yes. into basically a dead mall. <laughs> oh, that might be... Honestly, and it's the appropriate amount of time. Yeah. Because we went from, like, the 80s to the early aughts, and now we're in the 2020s. So, like, it, it's honestly the appropriate amount of time. If we're going to do it, this would be the perfect time to do it. It would. So, uh, you know what, Seth? I back you. I back you on this shit. Oh, yeah. The question well, is, who has the rights now is the thing. Good luck. That's, That's really the big thing. Yeah. a whole other thing. Yeah. There's, like, sequels to Day of the Dead, and there's, like, for some reason, it's like, I'm not sure why. Like, I, the rights for this franchise is just... It, that's, uh, that's a whole other episode, honestly. Yeah. That that could be, like, a two-whatevers. Like, hey, let's try to decipher this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the Evil Dead franchise. It's just everywhere. It's it's the fucking yeah. like national treasure, holy grail, fucking everything. <laughs> like I'm gonna I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. So yeah, that brings us to an end. Original, critically important. Watch it on YouTube for free. You can watch it for free <laughs> in 4K. Woo! Um, the remake, the remake, it's, it's got a few moments I liked, but overall it's like in any cut that you want, yeah. in any cut that you want. Yeah. Yeah. The, the remake, it has moments, but I would never like actively encourage anybody to watch it. You know, mm. saying it's Zack Snyder's best movie is like, eh, it's, it's unless still, you want to appreciate Phil Dumphy right. even more. <laughs> yeah. You want to see Phil, if you want to see Phil Dumphy right. being a dick, this is the movie to watch. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, uh, that's it. End of season five. We made it. We did it. Oh man, this season felt like a long time. I don't know why. It was a lot of heavy shit. Yeah, it was a lot of yeah. heavy remakes. We had though, a lot of stuff so. happen in the middle of it. Yeah, it was supposed to heavy oh, hitters. Yeah. Next season is going to get a little more obscure. I've already got the list laid out, but yeah, it's uh, getting a bit more, uh, more kind of 
I think I have some Rainer Werner Fossbenders there in there. Go. <laughs> I've got some more. I've got some of that. Ooh. There's a yeah, because apparently there's a Roland Emmerich remake of one of his movies. I wonder which one's going to be worth watching. <laughs> Gee, I wonder. Uh, yeah, we're gonna have to get into it. We're get into it. But yeah, thank you for taking your time out of your day, guys, on this very pretty Sunday. It's actually kind of nice outside today. Happy you know. to be here. Yes. So yeah. Yes. Anytime I talk about horror and zombies, come on. <laughs> well, well, yeah, we have to. We absolutely. <laughs> so. Oh, and with that, good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.